0: Just heard it—the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net, and we're glad you're listening. <laughs> Where were the rocks cracking last week? All over the place. Uh, one of the big rocks that disturbs every American is what's happened to uh, our intelligence. How can we have a system that allows a 21-year-old, there's a 21-year-old who has allegedly uh, done this, uh, but a 21-year-old National Guard uh, Guardsman, and he puts out on on the Internet very, very um, secret (laughs) uh, instructions on the Internet about uh, American troops, American troops in Ukraine actually helping out kill Russians, it looks like. Uh, It it, it leaks out information that obviously somehow we're getting information from inside the Russian military. So is that going to endanger lives? You better bet you it does. Uh, How do we know about China and what they're doing? Well, China's going to be looking. So this one knucklehead, whoever it is, or is he a whistleblower? Well... Some people call Snowden a whistleblower. When uh, the, the guy from the Ukraine leaked out the phone call from President Trump that they, uh, the Congress went back, the Democrats went back and, and uh, impeached him because of this uh, man in the uniform in, within the White House, and he was held as a whistleblower. And yet, so was this guy a whistleblower? because what he did was say what we've been hearing on our news media for over a year is how that Ukraine has got the upper end of the battle, Russia's in trouble, it's gonna fall apart soon, but that's not what was leaked out from this intelligence briefing. No, it's it, it opposite, that uh, they think the war keep going on and Russia's, uh, you know, they had not lost as many as the media has been portraying, And it's not as easy, like an easy slam dunk win for the Ukraine. So we've been lied to. <laughs> we've been lied to. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But let me tell you about the rest of the show because we are going to talk about SPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We're going to have to mention that. We're not going to let that go uh, go south and, and nobody talk about it. Because the Republicans are losing a great opportunity. Are we ready? Are we prepared? The best we can be in case there is a war. We got people talking about Taiwan and China, and we know what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. And now we found out we have American troops that are actually partaking in killing the Russians. There's there's American troops. It was leaked out. There's American troops inside the Ukraine from way I understand it. So they're there and they've been uh, helping and, and killing Russians. So, well, what what does that mean? What, we've been lied to. The uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd was asked that. No, nobody's in there, is what uh, the testimony came out. But now, is Congress gonna do anything? They've been for this whole thing. Did they know we had American troops in Ukraine? But what we're saying is, see how close we are to a hot war, United States of America? Are you ready for your children and grandchildren to be drafted and go fight this war? And if it is a war, will we be the best prepared we can be when we got the strategic petroleum reserve that's been drained for political purposes before the 2022 midterm elections? all for political purposes, basically to buy votes. And it looked like it worked. There was not a red wave. But is that what's best for our country now? Are we filling it up? No. No, we're not filling it up. And somebody ought to be on the microphone every day from the Republican Party saying this is wrong. Our country is not ready and not prepared to be uh, ready for a war if one should come. It's not, and, and and how many weapons are going to Ukraine? Have we replenished those? Does just Joe Biden have a plan to buy more and get restocked in the military? Is he going to put more in the Pentagon budget? He needs to be talking about that now, now, and and the Republicans should be pushing him on that. And so, but before we leave on the second half of the show, I want to introduce you someone you may not have heard him before, Joseph Meza, and uh, and he's he is an American citizen. Uh, his country of origin was me- Mexico, and and so we're going to ask him about uh, some situations going on near the border now in Mexico. So we'll have that on the second half of the show, but let me return to the first, what we're talking about with the. Leaking of intelligent documents. How did it happen? Who's in charge? Who will be fired? No one was fired after the debacle of uh, withdrawing from Afghanistan. No one was fired. No one was held responsible. And it was disgusting, the the level of incompetence that went on in the withdrawal of the American uh, uh Military and citizens from uh, Afghanistan when the Taliban was taken over last year, but now what's happened since then? Well, now we here we are of an intelligence leak that's most definitely putting some people their lives on the line if they've been doing some spying for the United States. Will Putin find out? Will President Xi find out? Uh, how do our allies feel? everybody from south korea israel uh uh, uh, west you know all over western europe when they're exposed where they got troops where they got military equipment within ukraine and and now it's known and they just let they let uh our uh uh, enemies or let russia know exactly where uh, a lot of people were so and and, in the intelligence leak it talked about the upcoming uh, counteroffensive, the offensive for Ukraine to f- fight back and push Russia out. Was that good to leak that? <laughs> well, I said, well, if it's a whistleblower, um, they may, uh, you go back to the Pentagon, Pentagon Papers in the 60s when all the news media held it, held. Oh, great, we had a whistleblower to tell us that the government's been lying to us and their war effort is going very badly, and we're losing. And that was happening in the Vietnam War in the 1960s. And now what this leak was, it has not been a one-way ticket that Ukraine's going to slam-dunk win this. And so why is the news media, they're carrying the water for the government instead of seeking the truth. Just most of the news media going after this guy, and, and the 21 year old, how how uh, it just uh, how incompetent that guy was to be given that information. Who, who let him be in charge of that information? 21 years old, and then he put all these lives and years and years of building relationships, just shot it right down. Just shot it right down the tube. And now, who's going to get fired for it? I mean, they're putting all the heat on him, but who designed, the system, What generals, somebody high up needs to be fired, and we need to see why this happened. But I'm just telling you, this administration, I have no confidence in them. You know, I wish we could have a no-confidence vote like they do in, in Great Britain. They have a no-confidence vote if they want to get rid of the leader. But we're stuck with Joe and and, and stuck with Kamala Harris. Where is she? Maybe make her a czar, you know. They made her a czar over the border, and we're going to be talking to Joseph uh, Meza about that in just a few minutes. But if they make her the czar over intelligence, if there's no intelligence there, then then maybe there's nothing to steal. I don't know. Uh, okay, maybe that joke didn't go over so well. But we will say, as far as uh, what happened It needs to be investigated. Some people need to be fired. I wish we could fire Joe Biden right now and Kamala Harris. Uh, But I guess constitutionally, uh, they'd have to resign or be forced out. And then Kevin McCarthy, (laughs) Speaker of the House, be president. Okay. Uh, Of course, they could be impeached. Uh, I don't believe we could get two-thirds of the Senate to try them. So, it'd be wasting time. I know people go, Oh, we ought to impeach Joe Biden. Uh, that's what the Democrats, we we can't get to it. Every president's impeached, impeached, impeached. Uh, but, but we gotta we gotta have somebody that will stand up for America and and this whole thing with China and what little was exposed and, and, and how they, what was exposed to how China is backing up Russia underneath it publicly saying they're not giving them arms, but they really are helping them out. Will that keep going on? Well, now we find out all this money that went from China to the Biden family. So is Joe Biden, our president, being easy on China? He's not going to put pressure on them. He's not going to be big and tough like Trump and put when Trump was the first president to put tariffs on China. Now, will Joe Biden be soft because he's so much money is coming into the Biden family from China? These are questions that are very legit questions, and the mainstream media should be asking them. And and same thing, that's why I brought up the strategic, Strategic Petroleum Reserve, SPR. Don't stop talking about it. We need to say, is our nation prepared the best it can be in case a war breaks out? And as long as the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is not filled up, we are not ready. And that needs to be said over and over that this administration will start filling it up. And somebody asked, what did they do of all the money that they sold? If they come back and say, oh, we got we to gotta get Congress to give us money to fill this back up. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You resign. That's what I. If they have spent that money on woke projects or something else, they wanted, you know, they they could at least be letting it draw interest all the money they sold that oil with, all the all the money they made from selling the oil. Somebody has to ask, where is that? Is it? Are, are we making money on it? Or are we getting at least interest on it? And why didn't we buy oil when it was at 60 dollars a barrel now it's going up what is it, 79 80 going up higher and now we have we may have to pay more to fill it up and that's if we do that's the stupidity of this administration wow listen <laughs> in just a minute we're going to get to our interview with joseph Meza, and uh he is going to talk we're going to talk something about the border that they're, they're it was a tragedy that happened I'll, I'll talk about that you hadn't heard it on mainstream media because uh, they don't want anything to come bad from the border but i'll tell you about that but first let me remind you you listen to doc holliday's rock splitting politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net and for those new listeners those may not have heard we do have a novel When i say we i have a novel a new novel just came out called Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. Hatchie's a an uh, Indian word coming from uh, where the Chickasaw uh, once lived. The Chickasaw uh, tribe now is in Ada, Oklahoma. But there's a lot of tales that I've heard over the years growing up. And we combine that with uh, there's a young college student. Helping his grandfather out on a hillside, they discover some uh, old, ancient Native American um, secrets, and the secrets tie all the way back to Solomon's Temple. And it's a book; it's a novel; it's a he it got history, and of course, it is a novel. It's <laughs> not all true, but it's based on some true facts, and it's also got some. Um, action adventure ends up in a uh, well you just have to read it and so it's a not more almost like a novella it's not a long novel but it introduces some characters because it's a series and the second book is going to the editors very soon to uh, the first line, round of editors before we get to the second line but, so it's, it's already complete, the, the sequel. So you need to get the first one, get it read, and this fall we'll have the, uh, the next in line in the series. But it's called Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. You can order it by going to www.hatchiebooks.com. And uh, Hatchie spelled H-A-T-C-H-I-E. So Hatchiebooks.com. You can go there. we got a Facebook page, too. You can go there on Facebook. We'd love to get that book out to you. It doesn't have anything to do with politics, okay? We have some political books. We've had, we've talked about those before, and there's a website for that. But for now, I want you to go to HatchyBooks.com. Tell your friends and neighbors, those who like to read, I think you'll find this book if you travel. If you like uh, to read when you're on a... Uh, airplane. If you go go from one city to another, this is the perfect book to read on an airline if you like to read there, because it'll keep you uh, in entertained and what making you wonder what'll happen. And if you got a flight, a couple hour flight or something, it would be a great read. Or if you got uh, know a friend who likes to read when they fly, get the book for them. Get, give it to them. See what they think about it. Hatchybooks.com go there now. So now I told you about Joseph Meza. We have him coming on here and I'll dial him up But I'll tell you there is a um, Where they help process those who are waiting to enter a country. Well, Mexico has those places too Uh, The place where you hold people for the deported if you're going to deport them. Well, Mexico has one in the northern part. I think it's across from where El Paso is. And on uh, the last, of, of what, March 28th or so, uh, just two or three weeks ago, 39 people were killed in a fire in one and 37 injured. And there's video of uh, guards walking by and, and, and not trying to let anybody out. And there's some people think that uh, some of the some of the, people that were held in this detention center that were waiting to see if they would be deported or most of them trying to get in the United States probably, but they were afraid they are gonna be deported, so they started, they lit a fire to mattresses, and then that smoke killed all these others, and they didn't get them out in time. And and 30, uh, some people, 38, 39 people died and northern Mexico near the border and and this is what happens when you got all these people coming in the border this tragedy is, again the blood is on the hands of Joe Biden Kamala Harris and those who want this open border policy where people are flooding in just trying to walk into America and some of them do get detained but this happened on the Mexico side of the border so uh, let's go ahead and uh, dial up Joseph Meza, and I'll introduce you to our guest. Uh, today on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics, we have Joseph Meza. and Joseph here is, uh, going to talk, we're going to talk some about the immigration and border problem, what's going on. So welcome to Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics, Joseph.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: And, uh, yeah. t- I know you were telling me about some things going on in El Paso, uh, uh, across where we got homeland security controls these uh, immigration processing facilities so uh, but what tell us what's been going on down there that the mainstream media is not letting anybody know
1: it's I hate to say this but uh, I mean it's supposed to be the line where you cross from Mexico to the United States right. so homeland security is supposed to be provide also with the Mexican government have a Facilities in a good condition, decent condition, right? I don't understand how this happened, how people got killed. And it could be two things, okay? The facilities was fully they didn't take care of those facilities. They literally, they didn't care that people was actually, you know, people coming and firing. They didn't open They didn't open the gates at all. As, as a footage over there, I think it's, a, it's a, like a 17-second where they showing those Officer just walking by and the people was caught on fire. It was sad. To me, it's a very important issue, especially for Homeland Security to have the facilities in a good condition. Now, the other part you can think is that maybe that was intentional. You understand the, the people, you know, they get arrested or they don't they, you know, get deported. And a lot of people not coming from Mexico, it's coming from South America. And they have to cross practically the whole Mexico to get to that border. And if, when they get there, okay, apparently they have to they have to send it back to the original country. And I know that costs money, costs tax money. See, for I don't know if that would be for the Mexican and the American government. See, but in a way, it's kind of like uh, to me. I don't know if it maybe was intentional. To try to save some money because you're talking about a lot of people who got burned over there, and it's sad.
0: So how, I mean, how many, how many people, were injuries and deaths, and so, yeah, okay,
1: it was 39 deaths and 27 got injured.
0: 39
1: See? deaths. Yes, almost 40. So that should happen, okay? Let me put it this way: how how would you feel if you come in? let's say you went to a trip to mexico and you're coming back you, you're driving and you decide to cross the border to the united states you got go to go through that facility how would you feel comfortable now see to to stop or even do a driving to a facility they got caught on fire and they don't know if it was intentional or was because of the poor uh care of that place okay. i, 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 I would not feel very uncomfortable See, I've been there. I've been there in that facility years back. I mean, I'm talking about 1989, Uh 1990. Believe me, I went back to see my family after a whole year that I was working. I went to see my family. That's the worst place I've ever been crossing the border from the United States to Mexico. Mm. I hate it. I mean, the thing is, is it's so much corruption sometimes over there. A lot of people talking about the cartel, is the corruption, uh, it's, it's sad. Because when I, when I cross the border, okay, they told me, okay, you need to go check your baggage over there. And they see some things, oh, oh, oh this kid, I, we can to let you pass this. Man, I'm coming to see my family. So we don't care. If you need to do that, I mean, if you want to get your luggage, uh, they have to give them a, like a tip, like a $10 tip, and then to go to another facility doing the same thing. You, I drove over there, and they check you. It's a checkpoint. And it's the same thing all over again. And they're trying to find excuses. I hate to, to to feel I'll talk like this about my region, country, but uh, it's, it's sad. See, now, the situation that happened over there, if you think about it, it will probably, probably would be cheaper you know, to get rid of these people, and that way they don't have to Send it in, and they say, look, they got burned. Been, it's not being recognized. Think about it. That, that could be... That's an easy way to, to not spend some money.
0: It wasn't covered in the news media. Nobody really knows about it. Was, it, was <laughs>
1: like the government yeah. suppressing the they information? They don't want them to know. They don't want them to know. They don't want the people to know. See, I'm an American citizen now, uh-huh. and I work... Uh, I work my entire life with, you know, dedicating to save money. And I most of the times have two jobs. I live the American dream. And I know some people over there, they maybe was a refugees, but I don't know their situation. But every person is different. They have to, they have to comply to the law and the restriction the United States require. That's what I did. I went through that process. See, it's sad that this situation happened in an immigration point. Mm. See that should never happen, right? That should that should never happen. And uh, they didn't want to talk about it. And they said they're trying to find uh, who's responsible. And they used to say, okay, we, we're going to see what's going on. But honestly, now think about the people's family. How would you feel if your family was crossing the border and you, an American citizen, and got caught up on that fire? Mm. How would you feel? It is sad. Yeah, a lot of the people, they they are afraid right now, right now, to even to travel over there, and they shouldn't be that way. Honestly, I hate to say this, but I I'd rather take an airplane and go over there and visit my family. I won't drive. There's no safety. See, so what
0: There's happens no when, uh, say, people, even Americans, say they cross the border and go into Mexico? Uh, I mean, Even, it's, it's the drug cartels. Or that's is that who rules it now, or, or like I said, do you have to give bribes to get through government officials, or what?
1: Sometimes, what? It, sometimes they do. Yeah, I can't really speak for everyone, but I, I, I went through that. with they ask to give for a bribe? I hate to say this, but they, they don't take care of the the police people that, the way they should. Okay, and what we make over here in one day. They make that over there in one week, ah. and that's, that's 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 horrible. So they're just trying to survive. And imagine having the same prices that we have over here. See, it's similar over there too. You do what you came to survive. But I don't give him an excuse, you know, to not to comply for the rules and regulations of all this, the the law. If you want to cross the border from. Mexico to the United States. you got to comply. you got to do it because it's it's part of our safety. It's part of our safety for everyone. We don't want that. Yes, we want the good people coming. People that want to work. We don't want the criminals. We don't. We don't even know
0: that. So, uh, Joseph, you know, of course, now anybody's coming across, uh, I mean, they're coming into our country and they give them a, they, they invite, they're basically inviting everybody in, criminals, everybody, and then, uh, and turning them loose. That's what it seems to be. They're talking about millions have come in since Joe Biden has been elected president. How, how do you see, how can that be
1: stopped? Yeah, you said practically, the person has to provide the whole documentation, the whole requirements it, it, to cross the border. If they don't have it, they don't need to be here. See? And, of course, it's a way to verify the documents are legit. It's a way that makes you Mexico have it. I mean, it's homeland security. My God, I mean, this is that's one of the big agencies for the United States. We've we got to take care of the, the safety of the American people, okay? And we don't want to have people like that coming over here to try to do bad stuff and and bring whatever they want over here.
0: Right. Well, you know? I know we, we got we got too many drugs. <clears throat> we got too many criminals. We got too many people trying to <laughs> take advantage of our system here and. And if somebody is coming through legally of all the paperwork, absolutely. Let's let's uh, help help them get in the United States and take care of them. But when you got people are running from the law or running... Right, and right. Running and we don't need none of coming that. In this
1: okay, one of the big issues is, okay, which I don't understand, why so they limit in some of the states, they limit to give you a driver license. you got to provide the right documentation. Like some places, for for example, in Washington, you can get a driver license without being uh, uh, legal in this country. You know that?
0: Uh, that's what uh, you know. It started, and everybody thought they couldn't believe they're doing it, and that's happening in but a see, lot of places. But
1: it's, to me, in a way, it's good. You know why? Wow! Because the, the police can have control that people's actually registered. If something happened, see, it's not going to be a Joan Doe. See, it's going to have somebody in the system. See. So the given is okay. They said we're going to give you an opportunity to get you an ID to prove to prove who you are. You're not legal, but at least we know. See, you here, all right? And there will be a different agency. They'll be uh, they're going to do their job to find you if you need if you're not legal here. But at the same time, they register. Yeah. We will have more control.
0: We heard uh, that was Joseph Meza, and he was talking about if we get. Uh, Uh, license, driver's license for those who aren't citizens at least we know where they are there's a lot of controversy about that and I'm glad he shared his view on it but I'm I'm not real sure uh, exactly of giving driver's license, I think everybody that's here, it's illegally, should be given where they live so we at least know where they are but that's the subject for another show I want to thank Joseph for again for coming on and giving us an insight From his point of view as an American citizen whose country of origin is Mexico. But now, uh, yeah, we could go on and on. we we got to end the show now. But everything from uh, the intelligence debacle that happened under Joe Biden and, and his administration, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, we are not ready. We are not ready for any kind of war And I don't want war, but how you keep it from having war is you make sure everybody knows you are prepared for war. And as long as that Strategic Petroleum Reserve lays a half full or a fourth full, we know it's been drained. And until it's filled, we are not prepared and we aren't ready. And the number one reason is because of President Joe Biden. He used it for political purposes. So... A lot to talk about. I am glad that you're listening to Doc Holidays Rock Splitting Politics, and uh, yes, the, the rocks keep on falling. What's going to fall before, now, and next week? I don't, I don't know, but we'll be here talking about it next week. So, tune in to Doc Holidays Rock Splitting Politics. Go check out www.hatchybooks.com. See you next week.